It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Unspoken. Issues, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, welcome back to Unspoken Issues special Halloween edition of Unspoken Issues. I am Jesse Starcher. We have returned. That's right, Chris Armstrong, sir. Are you ready to talk some comics today? I'm ready. It's been a minute. Oh my goodness, has it ever? Uh, we may be out of the groove just a little bit. I, I may be. I don't know about you, but I know it's been a while since we've done a podcast together. It's been a while since we've done podcast. Period. A lot of it, uh, you know, just to give everybody a little bit of background for myself. I don't even know if we talked about this on the last episode, but in my profession. I have uh, a job that's very essential and still essential, so it kind of limits my time and my availability to get on here and and talk some comics. But Chris Armstrong, I know you've done a couple episodes of Unspoken Issues and uh, even hopping on my own podcast, Source Material, for me, so I thank you for that. But uh, any update on your situation? Are uh, anything going to be changing for you? Going to be frequenting uh, the podcast airwaves anymore uh, in the future that you know of? You know, I tried to kind of keep things going, you know, after you figured out you were going to be a little covered up for a while. Mm-hmm. And I did a few episodes with some of our, our buddies, our podcast buddies. But then some personal stuff got in the way, you know, in, in my situation as well. It got to a point where I was like, I, I can either do it real half-hearted or I can hold off until I'm going to have more time to devote to it. So I decided to hold off. And uh, sure, I'm at a point now where I think we can get a few more knocked out here, hopefully in the next month or so we'll be back to a little bit more of a regular schedule okay well don't hold us to that ladies and gentlemen because trust me <laughs> we know anything can happen <laughs> but we've uh, learned that, that is, in 2020 yeah, no kidding no kidding i reached out to you i'm on vacation this week that opens up my schedule i said uh let's record something and let's do an unspoken issues so you had in your mind an idea of a comic that you would like to put up for uh, I guess I would say for up, up for our regular Facebook poll. And, and I came up with one as well. But uh, just to kind of address the uh, the big elephant in the room, I don't know if it's that big, but either way, Facebook polls is gone, ladies and gentlemen. I have no <laughs> idea where it went. Uh, Chris doesn't know. Uh, we don't know. So we had to do the old uh, pick an emoji and vote. So this week, I'm going to tell them my pick, and then you can tell them your pick. Um, sure. My pick for the poll and we're trying to kind of stick with a halloween horror type theme here i chose evil ernie versus the movie monsters solely based 
on the cover. Okay. I don't know anything about him or any. <laughs> I, I have no idea what I was getting into. I knew he was a huge character uh, back in the nineties, obviously, but other than just seeing him on the front and then a lot of very popular movie monsters in the, in the foreground, we're talking like I saw Freddie in there. Uh, I think <laughs> there was yeah, just about any movie monster you could think of, but Anyway, that was my that was my pick. You had to you had to choose the wow emoji in order to vote for it. And you, sir, who did you come in with? I came in with the '90s Marvel staple, Ghost Rider, uh, <laughs> who, which I think last year we did a Halloween episode, and we had it between. I think I picked both of those last year, and it was between Lord Pumpkin. Oh yeah, and I think it was a Spirits of Vengeance issue. That's so right. I went back to the well on Ghost Rider this year, and he, he came up top this time. Ah, yes, he did. He sure did. So the uh, heart emoji was what you had to choose for Ghost Rider number 25. And when it was all said and done, Evil Ernie got six votes. Ghost Rider number 25 coming in triple that with 18. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the discussion we'll be having tonight is on Ghost Rider volume three, not volume two. because I had to make that change there rather quickly after i realized it's actually volume three volume three number 25 now this was obviously just like uh, chris said published by marvel came out in march of 92 cover dated may of 92 our creative team here you might recognize the name i don't know there chris our creative team writer howard mackey Penciler Ron Wagner, inker <laughs> Mike Witherby, lettered by Janice Chiang, and colorist Gregory A. Wright. We might know that guy. Friend of the podcast, Gregory that's, Wright. That's right. So, okay, let's real quick before we get into this title of this story, by the way, you can't go home. This is all information gathered from Mike's amazing world of comics. Tell me about Ghost Rider in your life before we hop into this. Is, was he a big character? Were you reading these comics back then? Uh, yes, I I had this issue when I was a kid. I believe the first Ghost Rider issue I picked up was probably issue 14, which I think is the issue before the famous glow-in-the-dark uh, oh, cover. Oh, okay. The glow-in-the-dark skull. Yeah. Uh, so I, I read an issue here and there um, on the Ghost Rider titles. I liked them. Uh, and then when issue 25 hit, I got that one because it was like a big uh, anniversary issue. And this issue kind of kicked off the Midnight Suns, which I guess Ghost Rider had become so popular, they pretty much decided they were going to build a line of books, supernatural books, around the Ghost Rider character. So, yeah, and Spirits the- of Vengeance came out, Morbius, uh, Darkhold Redeemers, uh, Night Stalkers, I believe was the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yep. I was a big fan of all the Midnight Sun stuff, and this is the one that kind of kind of kicked those off. The back of this comic, uh, I don't know if you saw that or not, or but there's there's pinups pages right. dedicated to those characters uh, that we're going that you know take over just like you're talking about for the uh, for that storyline. Yeah, that about- Spirits of Vengeance pinup is kick ass. <laughs> uh, yes, sir, it Look is that. absolutely. Oh, I'll tell you a little bit about mine. I mean, I really did not read a whole lot about this character. Ghost Riders, one of those characters that I just didn't have the time or the money to grab and get into. And, you know, we've said it a billion times on this podcast. You know, you have back when you're in your teens or you're a 10 year old or whatever, you don't have the money that you could that you want in order to read all these comics and, and learn about these characters. So the only thing I probably remember Man, I'm really honestly trying to think of any comics that I have 
that he was in that I can recall. I'm sure it was probably a Spider-Man issue or an X-Men issue where he popped up uh, Punisher possibly yeah um i can remember there were a lot of ghost rider guest star you know guest starring appearances back in those days and there were a lot of like team up prestige format books like the ghost rider captain america book and then there was one with ghost rider the punisher and wolverine that was like one of the first comics i ever bought off of ebay i remember buying that off ebay back in like the early 2000s one of my first ever purchases but yeah so i you know again the dark, the uh, Ghost Rider character, the mythos. I, I'm not a blank slate, but I'm a slate. <laughs> Nonetheless, <laughs> it's got a little bit, a little bit written on it. Uh, so I know about Johnny Blaze is the first Ghost Rider. Am I right there? Um, in the as far well, as the supernatural Ghost Riders, yes. <laughs> okay, there, I know there was also the white like cowboy Ghost Rider. Yeah, there was a Western Ghost Rider. I don't know if they ever tied him into the mythos of these. You know, the the demon spirit style yeah, Ghost Riders. This is not the iteration of Johnny Blaze. As a matter of fact, Blaze is off doing his own thing. He pops up in this comic. I assume Blaze is somehow separated. Johnny Blaze is somehow separated from the spirit of vengeance. And, and the, the issues, the 14 and 15, the issues that I, the first Ghost Rider books that I remember getting, um, you know, Dan Ketch is the current Ghost Rider in this series. And once he kind of shows up on the scene, Johnny Blaze, who had been cured of like the Ghost Rider spirit and everything, uh, he didn't have a good experience. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, he he thought of uh, Azerathos, I think was the name of the spirit that turned him into Ghost Rider in the in the seventies series. And he thought, well, he's back. I'm gonna you know get rid of him. So he was kind of a villain for a few issues in this in this in the uh, Ghost Rider the nineties Ghost Rider series. And then they kind of teamed up eventually. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, Danny Catch. Do you know? I mean how he came about to get, is he related to John, Johnny blaze somehow? Uh, they eventually reveal that they are brothers, but that's okay. not known until probably sometime um, a few years after this, uh, takes place. Yeah. You can see my research, uh, was probably <laughs> a little bit ahead of where we're at here in the nineties, because I noticed that it mentioned that he was related to him. And I was like, wait a second. I didn't know that. So obviously that's not a known fact at when this issue. Yeah, drops. neither one of them knows it at, at the time that this issue came out. Well, I mean, Danny Ketch himself. I mean, do you know much about Danny Ketch? Is there anything important that we should know about him? Really just that his sister, I believe she was, it's been a while since I've, I've read these, honestly, but I believe she died in one of the early issues, maybe even the first issue when he became a ghostwriter or maybe one of his other sisters died he- in one in the first issue 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 seven i actually wrote this down okay. this was off of marvel wiki fandom i think is what it was anyway uh issue seven of this series barbara barbara catch is killed by the villain of this piece blackout right uh, okay so blackout he was the one that killed barbara catch in issue seven and i got a little bit of history on that when we go through the synopsis i want you do you have it there in front of you or do you have the cover yeah, in front of you it. at least okay do our listeners a favor and try to describe what's happening on the cover of ghost rider number 25. <laughs> uh, well, it fits in with the Halloween theme. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's got a, it's now this is right when the cover gimmick thing is starting to really take off. So there is a little bit of a gimmick. It's got like a silver ink background of the ghost rider skull with like a light, a glimmer of light in his eye, just like a half skull from like, the nose over Mm -hmm. and then across the skull 
are images of like kind of like disembodied heads, you know, <laughs> of uh, Dan Ketch transforming into the Ghost Rider. So it's five of them, starting with a full Danny Ketch head, and then slowly as the the images progress, the skin and flesh are melting off, and including one of his eyeballs kind of <laughs> dripping, dripping out of his skull. Yeah, yeah. dude. Pretty gnarly, pretty gnarly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, it looks extremely painful. Uh, <laughs> I imagine when your skin melts off of your face, it's going to hurt. But uh, Danny Katz does it for, you know, the the millions that need to experience <laughs> vengeance. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy looking cover, man. And it definitely fits with this Halloween theme we got going on here. <laughs> Extra pop-up centerfold plus a special preview of this summer's four new Ghost Rider family titles midnight suns uh so yeah that's what's happening in the back uh yeah i i just my notes here was this cover is horrifically awesome it is <laughs> it is it definitely gets the job done and it's an issue you know 20 25th double size milestone issue so mm-hmm. great great cover it would have popped you know if i would have saw this on the newsstand i would have most likely picked it up and thumbed through it at least at the very least yeah, so like are you, you you were saying earlier the $10 would go a lot farther in the 90s, in the early 90s, than it would now at a comic shop or at the yeah. convenience store, but still not far enough to like get everything you know a young comic collectors want to grab. So I wasn't getting Ghost Rider every month, but when I saw this one, I definitely had to pick it up. That yeah. cover sold me. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah. So yeah, catch obviously the Ghost Rider. Uh, he's hanging out just trying to be his normal self. He's got his, it's his mom's birthday. I know man's got a lot on his plate. You know, his sister had just uh, gotten killed, was murdered, uh, Barbara. And he's also, you know, he's carrying around the spirit of vengeance. Uh, he's got the <laughs> ghost rider in him. He's got that. So he's kind of got to deal with those things. But we open this issue with ghost rider battling this heavily armed man who is screaming, ready to face ghost rider. And he, he's taken numerous lives just to get, ghost rider's attention and when he confronts the ghost rider even reducing ghost rider to a pile of ash at one point ghost rider reanimates and exacts his vengeance and i just want to point this out i don't know if you saw it or not but midnight suns wow man i didn't have a chance to look up when the first midnight suns title launched but if you look in that second page where does this guy have a name by the way i look forward throughout i don't think i don't think he's named he's just like a rando merc you know schwarzenegger looking mercenary you know yeah yeah well do you see that billboard in the back right underneath where he's yelling get up oh uh, i I didn't see it (laughs) until now but now i see there's a billboard for uh morbius the living vampire so that's now the next the first time you see Morbius hit the shelves, I think, is like six months after this. It's a while. Right. This is this is issue 25, and Rise of the Midnight Suns was the crossover that kind of kicked all those titles off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that started in Ghost Rider 28. Okay, okay. And so 28 was part one, and then uh, the following month, Spirits of Vengeance number one was part two. The following month, I think, was Morbius number one, which is part three. And they didn't put them all out like in the same month. They Each month there would be a new Midnight Suns title to continuing the story until it ended in, I think, Ghost Rider 32 or 33. Okay, okay. Um, and the, the reason that was probably penciled in there, I would imagine, is because 
Ron Wagner was the Morbius penciler. He was the one who was the penciler on Morbius once that title launched, and he did this issue. So nice. that was probably a little uh, preview for people. <laughs> yeah, call, uh, subliminally, might might just go right past it, but by golly, that right. message got in, your, got in your subconscious. Okay, so we find out that this what we're watching is actually a tape and it was taped by an entity called the firm, which I believe this issue is their first appearance. And at first, when I was reading this, I confused the firm with the trust from the Punisher miniseries circle of blood. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've read that or not, but there's this, no. it's a similar, you know, corporation or entity or something that's kind of helping. I thought that's who we were dealing with again. I was like, Oh, these guys are still around. That is not the case. Firm are completely <laughs> different from the trust, but yeah, Specifically, the guy that's kind of showing the tape is a guy by the name of Mr. Stern, and their purpose is they're, they're trying to learn more about Ghost Rider. I think they have they're involved in biological weapons, so their interest in the Ghost Rider and, and this just what he can do has been piqued by the and these guys are kind of researching it, even to the point where they are watching this guy get killed by the ghost rider and they were using <laughs> all this data to, you know, further their studies. They're, they're also sitting there, Mr. Stern and the rest of these people are sitting around this table watching this video along with one of ghost riders, mortal enemies. And that is blackout. <laughs> That's right. Blackout is sitting there. Now this is where I went to Marvel wiki just to kind of learn more about blackout because I've never seen this character. Uh, I could use a, a refresher too. <laughs> okay. All right. So he's not a supernatural vampire. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know his, I, I didn't get his power set. Now, if we, if we need to go grab that, we can, he does do some, I mean, pretty creepy stuff. At one point he's mm -hmm. yelling about, you know, getting innocent blood. He needs innocent blood. And I was like, is he a vampire? I don't know. But either way, Two of the big beats going into this issue you need to know about is that Ghost Rider and Blackout had a tussle before mm -hmm. and Ghost Rider messed his face up. So that's <laughs> yeah, what happened. Well, I believe that was in issue 14 um, because I remember that he tried to bite Ghost Rider like on the neck. Uh huh. And then, like, his face erupted into flames. <laughs> okay. Ill-conceived right. plan on Blackout. <laughs> exactly. And the next thing you need to know, we've kind of already discussed, Blackout killed Danny Ketch's sister, Barbara. So, clearly, there is some bad blood between these two. <laughs> and Blackout, his involvement with the firm is so that he can get his face reconstructed. They've already done half of it. So I guess they're trying to get him back to normal. Uh, and the other half is still messed up. And if he can lure the Ghost Rider out or go find the Ghost Rider, they promise that they will fix up the rest of his face. So that's all I have for that. You know, Black Hat was kind of the first, like, arch villain for, for Ghost Rider. He popped up and continued coming in in later, you know, issues. But he never seemed like a... He's just not a physical threat compared to Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider pretty much kicks his ass all the time. Yeah. Uh, but he does manage to do, like, we'll, you know, he killed Barbara. We see later in this issue, he has a pretty impressive slide against Ghost Rider as well. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the physical matchup, he just doesn't have a shot against, against Ghost Rider. No, no. So Blackout is sent out by the firm to go and find Ghost Rider. And at some point... Well, this was probably planned all along. Blackout decides he's going to go all in for himself. He ends up att attacking and killing some of the firm's men that were keeping track of him. He removes the firm's tracker from his ear. Blackout then radios Mr. Stern and says, hey, I'll take care of things my own way. OK, I'm going to take care of it my own way. I'll get my face fixed my own way. Until then, we're done. And then 
he calls Danny in the middle of the night. He calls Danny Catch, and he says, look, I plan on killing all your family unless you face me. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing is, is that you need to face me, and I don't want to see a single flame. I don't want to see anything <laughs> that has to do with the Ghost Rider. Plan is smart. That's right. Danny Catch versus Blackout. So uh, w- when Danny gets this call, he goes and tries to warn his family because he knows the reputation Blackout has. Not only is the reputation, he knows what Blackout has done in the past. So he kills without compunction. So he goes and he tries to get his family and to no avail. His He has his mom in the car and he runs to go try and find his. I don't know if it's his girlfriend, Stacy. Yeah. They seem to be on the rocks right now, but <laughs> He, he obviously cares for her, so he goes and runs in to try to find Stacy. She's gone, and he comes back out, and it turns out Blackout's driving the car away with his mom in it. So everything's going bad for Danny Ketch here. Ketch finally faces off with Blackout, and when they come face-to-face, Ketch resists turning into Ghost Rider in order to save the ones that he loves. I mean, he saw them laying on the floor. Initially, he thought they were all dead, but Blackout says, nope, they're all unconscious. Give me what I want. Come here. So Danny faces off with Blackout, and... Blackout gets his revenge and <laughs> kills Danny Ketch. Indeed. I mean, just uh, the only thing you see, I think, is his feet as Blackout is holding him up, I assume, by his throat. And then you don't see anything else but blood drip. I think there's like a pool He's, of blood at the end of it, the bottom of his feet. Right. It looks like he pretty much tore his throat out <laughs> so he's dead danny ketch has passed away unbelievable at the, he's been murdered by the hands of blackout now the thing is is danny ketch's soul leaves his body and hovers above his body danny is shocked as well as blackout is stunned to see danny's lifeless body turn into the ghost rider so blackout gambled it all He's like, you know, he's like, I'm going to kill Danny Ketch and this will be the end of the Ghost Rider. Won't have to worry about anything else. And he was wrong. (laughs) It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> uh, as, as Danny's dead body turns into the Ghost Rider, of course, we got a fight on our hands. You know, Ghost Rider gets up and him and Blackout are going to go at it. And unfortunately, it's not like Danny just sticks around. Danny starts to slowly like fade to white while he's watching things. He apparently dies. He's gone. Now, Blackout tries to flee the clutches of Ghost Rider and plans to abduct a child to use him as a hostage. But Ghost Rider is able to catch him before that happens. And this is when the child's father, I think, who happens to be a cop, is able to call in Lieutenant Battalino. Yeah, who will become important later. (laughs) And that is exactly what I have in the parentheses, who in about a year will become vengeance. Uh, Which this, I have a figure of this guy. I got him at an auction. It's so (laughs) funny. It's just a a little bike, but vengeance is on top of it. And he is one mean looking uh, (laughs) spirit of vengeance, I guess. I don't don't. He's essentially essentially the venom of the Ghost Rider. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's okay. the anti-Ghost Rider, and he's very cool looking. <laughs> yeah, so he shows up, and he has a number of cops right 
right behind him. And he's just like, all right, guys, unload. So these cops just all unload Blackout and Ghost Rider. They take off running. Blackout is able to get free, get close. He gets like to a cemetery and ends up running into Mr. Stern, who is now upset because he's been betrayed. Plus the company, the firm, not the company, the firm, let me make that straight. <laughs> the, the firm is upset at Mr. Stern as well. So he's like, he's going to face off with Blackout. And I think he's planning to shoot him. But of course, Ghost Rider's hot on his tail. All three of them are sitting there. And I think Ghost Rider's got plans for both of them <laughs> when the uh, helicopter with the cops show up and they take off running into the graveyard. Now, as night turns into day, the cops are scouring the graveyard. No sign of the three they just saw run in there. Now they hear these noises in a crypt. They kick it open and find the Cypress Pool Jokers, which is a gang I assume has a little bit of a history in the Ghost Rider comic. I have to assume so, but I don't remember um, because I didn't read it. You know, I wasn't reading every issue of Ghost Rider. I've got a couple of trades of the Danny Ketch era Ghost Rider, like the first I think, it, I think the two trades I have cover up to issue like 16, but okay. I haven't read those in years. So I don't I don't remember these guys showing up in any issues that I've read, but uh, they may have. Well, they definitely seem like they knew Ghost Rider because they hide them, end up hiding them in a crypt or, excuse me, in a coffin. While the police come in there, they find these, well, this gang of people. And then they just say, hey, we're just hanging out here till the cops clean out. We don't have any, we don't want anything to do uh, with anybody, you know, we didn't. We knew there was trouble going down, so we just kind of hid in here. So the cops are like, all right. So they leave. Cops leave. Of course, it's revealed that the gang hid Ghost Rider in a coffin, and <laughs> Ghost Rider ended up stuffing the other two, Mister Stern and Blackout, in another coffin. And he gets out as soon as he gets out. He's like wrapping it in chains. He's like that'll hold him for a <laughs> while. So those two, I don't know what their fate is. Uh, you know what 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 is planned for them? I just know we kind of leave them. <laughs> Mr. Stern and Blackout are arguing with each other in the coffin as uh, Ghost Rider chains it up. But Ghost Rider has a big issue that he needs to address. Some pressing matters. He has that's going to take him to New Orleans because he has to figure out what's going on. He's trapped now. He's apparently trapped. He has is in New Orleans. Uh, and of course, I have I have written down here. It says the next stop is New Orleans, but the next issue. The so yeah, this led into a, uh, a little Ghost Rider X Men crossover, which is pretty cool at the time. You know, Ghost Rider is kind of a separate entity from like when Danny changes. Ghost Rider has his own, you know, his own mind and everything. So now that Danny's gone, it's pretty much just Ghost Rider until they figure something out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, if you left issue twenty five, you're thinking Danny's dead. I mean, his soul. <laughs> left we don't have any idea where he went because it was really played off like you know he died and his soul left this plane of existence and mm -hmm. the last thing he saw was blackout and ghost rider going at it so you know i had like i said didn't know much about the character the history of the character so i immediately was like okay uh, did danny catch die <laughs> certainly not uh sure enough he's not dead he, he's i'm sure he he was able to ghost rider's able to bring him back somehow but Anyway, so there's the issue, man. I mean, what are your thoughts? What do you guys say? Uh, I liked it. it. You know, like I said, I'm a, a fan of, of this era of the Ghost Rider books. This is about when I really started to get into them, and then I followed them through through a lot of the Midnight Suns stuff. Blackout is kind of a lame uh, arch-villain for Ghost Rider. <laughs> but he, you know, he does get his licks in, mostly by killing regular humans associated with Ghost Rider. But this is pretty cool, and I don't remember much about the firm, but I did find... Mr. Stern, interesting, who has apparently impervious skin. At one point, Blackout tries to bite him, you know, with his fangs, and 
no go because <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Stern is, I guess, kind of like Luke Cage. He has Luke like uh, impenetrable skin. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I like the issue, and I really like that whenever Danny dies, there's that big fold out pop up page. Oh yeah, Ghost Rider comes back and and uh, jumps on Blackout over, yeah, over Danny's dead body. <laughs> that was sweet. Um, and you I- did, and that was pretty a uh, pretty rare. You didn't see. I'm, I'm, I think there may have been one or two other pop up uh, centerfold type gimmicks in in the 90s but uh that's the first one i remember and i i can't recall what any of the others may have been okay mr stern first appearance ghost rider volume three number 25 this here issue last appearance according to marvelfandom.com ghost rider volume three number 37 so that's the last time we've seen him he sticks around probably for a good bit of this story arc and then and is not needed anymore the firm <laughs> The Firm, their first appearance, obviously this issue, and they didn't list anything else for like a last appearance or anything like that. So, yeah, Blackout, if you go to MarvelFandom.com, you're going to learn a lot. He has <laughs> been involved with, what did it say? they said something about like Lilith. Um, yes, Lilith, I remember that after after we talked about him earlier. Lilith is the the basically the big villain in the Rise of the Midnight Suns crossover. She's like the queen of the demons, basically. And through that crossover, Blackout ends up hooking up with that crew. Okay. Uh, and there may have been a revelation somewhere in in the uh, in this era of Ghost Rider that Blackout was actually uh, a descendant of one of Lilith's you know demon children or something like that. Okay, I uh, noticed I that. Sure, but I know he hooked up with the the Lilin is what they're known as the children of Lilith and. They were kind of. She was kind of one of the big bads for the Midnight Suns uh, era. They do have it listed here. It says Lilith is an ancestor, grandmother, or great grandmother, and the Lilin relatives and ancestors. So yeah, you're right. That's exactly. I'll read you this quote because this kind of summed up Danny Ketch's feelings for Blackout. <laughs> this is it, and it, if you go to Marvel Fandom, they always have a quote usually at the top. But it says, I fought my share of psychos as Ghost Rider, but he was one of the worst. He'll find out what you care about most and take it from you. No one's off limits. Women, kids, and he'll commit murder with less thought than you and I give to what size coffee we want. (laughs) There you go. There's Blackout. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the issue. Like I said, I... I knew the Ghost Rider character. I knew, you know, it's it's one of those things where you're a fan of, you know, Marvel properties. You're going to know about certain characters. Ghost Rider is obviously an iconic looking character. You're going to mm-hmm. know a little bit about the history. I knew who Johnny Blaze was. I knew who Danny Ketch was. Now, as far as reading him and knowing the entire mythos, I didn't feel that I needed to know that going into the issue itself. I knew that Ghost Rider and Blackout obviously had a, pa- a past, but to watch Blackout, you know, just straight up, kill Danny catch. Uh, yeah. I mean, you'd be, you'd be wondering, well, what's going to happen next? What, what is, what is up next for ghost rider and any idea how long like ghost rider goes without having a, a host that is on this, I guess, plane of existence. I'm pretty sure it wasn't too long. I think Danny is back at the end of the midnight suns crossover. I think in the last issue of that crossover, they, they get him back, which would have been 32, I believe. So okay. seven issues uh, later, okay. uh, and I'm not 100 percent sure that that that's when it happened because it's been uh, several years since the last time I read that Rise of the Midnight Suns book. But uh, I'm I'm actually about to read it again because I just got a uh, I just got a Spirits of Vengeance trade at the comic shop a couple weeks ago that's got 
the Rise of the Midnight Suns crossover and like the first six issues of Spirits of Vengeance all on the same. Ooh, nice. Very under nice. Under the same thing. cover. So pretty excited to dig into that, too. Heck yeah, dude. Favorite panel slash page. Are you going I mean, with the pop out? <laughs> it's got to be. It's pretty obvious. That's. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give it to the pop out. Three page spread, basically, with Ghost Rider jumping on, on Blackout. I'll give a honorable mention to the three panels of Blackout killing Danny because that's really a cool uh, setup the way they have, you know, it's basically a shot of just between Blackout's legs. You see him holding up Danny's legs and he's struggling and then the legs just go limp and lifeless while the yeah. blood pours down. Pretty cool, uh, effective bit of storytelling there. What I about agree. You? Uh, well, you took it from me. That second, uh, I, I knew you was probably going to go for the, the full oh. <laughs> So I was like, okay, well, the the one I would go with is the three panels where Danny dies, because just like you said, you see him struggling and then just nothing and blood dropping down to the ground. He's dead. And then, of course, the next panel, it shows him lying there in in a pool of blood. But, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty uh, it's pretty scary and frightening. I mean, just to kind of watch Danny catch who he's trying to save his family. I mean, he's doing he's trying to do he knows that Ghost Rider could kick him. He, he could take care of business. He could kick his butt, but he doesn't do that because he doesn't want any more of his family to die at the hands of blackout. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'll go with too. I'll, I'll, I'll pick that one. I was just, you know, thumbing through the, the posters there in the back. They the first one I think was of, Oh, that's blaze ghost rider and blaze spirits of vengeance. And then I think I'm looking, I, I might in the back of yours. Does it have all the, the one page? Yep. One yep. pagers. Okay. So we got Morbius, the living vampire premiering July dark hold pages from the book of sins premiering August, uh, night stalkers premiering September. And who do we have in night stalkers here? Can you tell me? I mean, one of them uh, blade. That is blade in front front, uh, in the front there, Hannibal King with the big gun and maybe actually a, uh, maybe Hannibal King is the vampire and the guy, I can't remember. <laughs> I know one of them is named Hannibal King. And I believe Hannibal King was Ryan Reynolds' character in Blade Trinity. Which oh, was I it really? I don't think it's a good movie, but <laughs> well, what, that's the one with Triple H in it, isn't it? Where and the, uh, and the yes. dogs and the, the dogs with vampire the vampire dogs, if I remember right. It's been right. a while since I've seen it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Hannibal King is the human with the the big gun, and he's okay. like uh, a vampire hunter, I guess. And then. Yeah, I was going to say Frank Drake. Frank Drake looks like he's not a vampire when I click on his name. I'll tell you that much. He looks like a normal dude. Let me see. Okay, Frank Drake is Frank Drake is the guy with the gun. Are you sure? Because Hannibal King looks like he's the dude with the gun. No, I found the Frank Drake uh, on Fandom, and he's got the gun and the frilly shirt. And he is a relative of Dracula. So that's how he's involved in like the supernatural and the occult and stuff. But Hannibal King is the vampire. Okay. Although it doesn't say anything about him being a vampire. So I'm like, I'm looking through, and I'm like, on, did he turn into? He says unusual features, fangs, under characteristics for Hannibal King. So um, he encountered Dracula at one point. Well, okay, so. Powers and abilities, superhuman strength. Uh, he says, like all vampires, King is supernaturally strong. <laughs> the thing about King is that he has a rich history, apparently, probably from the 70s era when there were a lot of supernatural Marvel books. Oh, uh, really? Because it looks like that's why he has the encounters with Dracula and stuff. But when I'm looking through his fandom 
stuff, like the Night Stalker stuff, doesn't come to like the very end of the page, basically. Well, Frank Drake, his powers and abilities, hand-to-hand combat, expert marksman, and engineering. So <laughs> I think we've got him right now. He no- right. Nothing is mentioned about vampirism there. So, yeah, okay. okay so so I, I think these were all uh, pre-existing characters that, Marvel decided to to team up into a a supernatural team up book, and they're okay. basically like they have like a private investigation agency where they investigate occult stuff and supernatural stuff. All right, well, I guess that brings us to the end of our discussion for uh, Ghost Rider number twenty five. Anything else left unsaid on your end, sir? I'll just say uh, quickly, um, Ron Wagner, big shoes to fill because the Ghost Rider is. At the, up to this point, had had, I think, Javier Salteres, maybe, and then Mark Tesseria, who I both, uh, both of whom were really good artists, and especially uh, Tesseria, or Tesseria, yeah. I don't pronounce his name, but his art style was pretty much perfect for the uh, the Ghost Rider book. But Wagner does a pretty good job. It's, it's clean and easy to follow. Uh, he does a good job on Morbius as well. I actually met him at Chicago Wizard World a few years ago, well, 12 years ago, I guess. And I uh, got a Ghost Rider sketch from him. He's, he was a super nice guy. Ooh, very cool. Um, and Howard Mackey, the writer of Ghost Rider, uh, he gets kind of a bad rap, I think, a little bit more so now because he had a, a Spider-Man run that people really didn't like in like the late 90s. But I'm a fan of his. Uh, I really like, you know, he built this Ghost Rider title up uh, that turned into like a whole line of books, you know. And eventually... The Midnight Suns book got a little messy and a little convoluted and stuff as it as it went along. But overall, it's it's a really cool series of books. Eventually, I'm gonna have to get that pot of the Midnight Suns uh, <laughs> podcast going. I have to find oh. somebody to jump onto that with me. No, yeah, dude, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, very. Uh, it's cool. It's uh, not the best Ghost Rider issue, but it's a it's a solid like anniversary issue and. Has some big stuff that have has ramifications down the line and stuff. Uh, I'm a, I, I'll, I dig it. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Very good. Yeah. I when it comes to art, I, I had no complaints here. This you know, this wasn't extremely stylized or anything like that. This was straightforward. We got everything. In, I mean, everything looked. The we just talked about some of the great art we saw in, in the the panels and pages that we like. So mm. you know, I can't say much more than what you already have. Yeah. I I don't know if you just have any idea who did the cover of I, I looked at the next issue issue 26 I, ass, I assume it was uh, this cover no issue 26 the next issue what's the Remember, cover look like well on the front I don't have it, it in front ha- of me that's alright on the front it has Ghost Rider who looks uh, he's going through some stuff we'll just put it that way oh, he's got he's that's the issue probably where he's got the brood has infected oh okay because that I could see that I could see that the X-Men are all tied up and yeah. it's uh, Ghost Rider and X Men done by Jim Lee. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very cool. That that <laughs> cover. Yeah, that was the X Men issue that they crossed over into. It was early in the X Men run that Jim Lee was doing before he had left to do Image, so he was still on the book at that time. Yeah, that cover. That cover is pretty sweet. So. Anyway, all right, well, I guess this will bring our discussion to a close. I don't really have much anything else to say. Then I guess we'll get into plugs, man. I mean, have you been uh, – we just kind of talked about it at the beginning of this. We're, <laughs> we've been we've been sealed in our domiciles, <laughs> not not doing a whole lot. But do you have anything you want to plug, sir? Not really. I mean, you can follow me on Twitter at BrodyMan34. Check out all the horror movies I've been watching this month because, <laughs> as, <you, laughs> as a lot of people do, I kind of go overboard on, on horror flicks and, and – 
the early fall, especially October. So that's what I've been. <laughs> that's pretty much all I use my Twitter for anymore. It's just to to uh, document the movies and stuff that I'm watching. But uh, but yeah, at Brodyman34 on Twitter. All right, very good. Yeah, you can follow me at Stiznarky on Twitter uh, if you do so wish. We. I would say that every once in a while I'll get on there and tweet. It's been uh, social media is just kind of like I'm letting that kind of wash over me <laughs> right now. <laughs> I just haven't really had a chance to get on there and, and promote a whole lot. But uh, but yeah, you know, folks, there are uh, at some point I'm on vacation right now. Maybe I'll do it this week. Maybe I'll do it the next week in November when I'm off. But there are uh, other episodes of Unspoken Issues out there. And right now it. You may, if you're subscribed to this audio feed, which comes through W2Mnet.com, you you don't see, obviously, Unspoken Issues popping up there frequently now, but there are other episodes on the network, so if you want to go seek them out, just look for Unspoken Issues. There are quite a few from the beginning that have not migrated over to W2M, and if you're looking for, like, our earlier episodes, there is a YouTube channel out there that's hosting them right now, uh, I imagine if you type in unspoken issues on YouTube and then just type in comics after that, I don't know something, but, uh, Mark PC live has all of our earlier stuff. And I think it's like episodes one through, oh goodness, I can't remember, like maybe one through 10 or something that hasn't popped up on the W2M feed. So those were all airing. Apparently, apparently those were airing before we made the transition over to W2M. So with that being said, if you want to go find all of those just go to YouTube, type in Unspoken Issues comic, and then uh, you should be able to find Chris and I talking about it, or Chris and Evan, Chris and Al, uh, Chris, Evan, and Al talking about uh, <laughs> some comics from the 90s. At some point, I promise I will get the those older episodes on to the W2M stream. So anyway. One more thing quickly. Um, you know, we did some polls earlier in the year for issue or for, for Unspoken Issues podcast episodes that have still not been uh, recorded or, or released, but uh, I'm hoping to get back into the swing a little bit. Um, there's a Monkey Man and O'Brien uh, issue that uh, Evan Bevins and I are going to try and knock out. And then Al Sedano and I have Clerks, the comic book that we're going to try and get an, an episode done. You guys voted on those polls months ago. We just haven't got around to getting them recorded and released. Hopefully before uh, too long, we'll have those ready to roll. And also, uh, Jesse, you and I have a Daredevil issue we have to do eventually as well. <laughs> oh, do we really? Which one is it? I forget the issue number, but it's right about when the pandemic it. hit. I remember. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's one that we'll have to do eventually as well. Man, it's funny because I have one with Dean. <laughs> so we have yeah, all these. The everybody pick. Right? Yeah, we got Transformers. The last final issue of Transformers we got to do. So yeah, we have. Oh, we should. Yeah, I should probably. We've got a backlog <laughs> of uh, <laughs> episode schedule. We just haven't got them. Uh, hey, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. For Chris Armstrong, I'm Jesse Starcher. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Unspoken Issues. We'll be talking to you again at some point. Stay safe. Have a good one. Bye-bye.